Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Stretch Goose Podcast. Thank you all for jumping on and spending some time with me. If you like the show, share it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it, all that cool stuff that you all know about. And if you want to get in contact, stretchgoosepodcast at gmail.com or stretchgoosepodcast.com. Let's just dive right into this. Uh, First story up is from ABC News. This was a a shootout that happened not that long, a few days ago, actually. Uh, The zero leads in a Texas mass shooting. Uh, There's a manhunt and all that. According to the FBI, uh, they're continuing to search for the suspect connected in this execution of sorts where five family members were shot, including an eight-year-old child. Um, it began on Friday after neighbors asked the suspect, uh, Francisco, to stop shooting his gun in the yard in his home in Texas. Um, the sheriff's office received a call about 11.30 p.m. on Friday detailing the harassment uh sheriff uh, greg capers told reporters on sunday when they arrived at the home they found five victims at the property three minors were found uninjured but covered in blood they were also transported to a hospital uh locally two of the female victims were discovered in the bedroom lying on top of two surviving children all of the victims are uh from honduras um he is still on the loose and likely armed with a rifle he is a threat to the communities. The, F- the FBI's uh, Houston field office agent James Smith told reporters during a presser, the FBI has zero leads as, as stated in the case, and uh, they are announcing $80,000 as a reward for information. Uh, the Smith said they don't know where he is. We don't have any tips right now uh, at this time. Um, the neighbors asked him, because they uh, asked him to stop shooting his gun in the yard because there was a baby trying to sleep in one of the houses. He allegedly had been drinking and responded with, I'll do what I want in my own yard. The massacre went from a case of harassment to a shooting very quickly. Um, All of the victims were shot from the neck up. Almost. So it's not an execution. It's almost an execution. Anyway, guys, the... The victims are various ages, 25, 21, 31, 18, and 8. Um, the, there were five other people in the home that were not harmed. Of course, there is footage uh, from a, door, a ring doorbell at the victim's house. Shows the shooter entering the home with the weapon. Four of the victims were pronounced dead at the scene. The youngest was declared dead after being transported to the hospital, so he died on the way. Some of the other victims were trying to shield the children from bo- other children from bullets. Shell casings were also found in the front yard. Um, uh, Wilson Garcia, the homeowner, told uh, KTRK that the family was preparing a meal when he began shooting on his property. Garcia said he moved in three years ago and never had a problem with his neighbor until Friday. His wife and eight-year-old son were among the victims killed in the shooting. Uh, well, that's well, that's sad for Garcia. Um, there, uh, here's a local saying there's always a shooting, there's always people calling the cops, and nothing is ever being done. Well, nothing is ever being done because there's a lot of lack of cooperation with the police because they hate him so much. That has a lot to do with it. Um, 
you can say that they were peaceful and good people, as said in a couple other quotes, but at the end of the day, if nobody's willing to participate in catching the guy, then how are you supposed to solve the problem? You know, the police can only do so much. And if you're calling them and they're showing up after the fact, which it doesn't seem like it in that article, it seemed like they showed up relatively quickly, um, maybe you should have done it on the on the first uh, go-around when, when you were saying stop shooting because the baby is trying to sleep. So that type of stuff usually uh, becomes a, a thing. From the San Diego uh, Tribune, uh, there's a roof collapse at a house near Ohio State University, injures 14. Part of the house collapsed and 14 people were injured at the university, Ohio State University on Saturday evening when people climbed onto a roof that was not designed to hold weight. Oh, tell me this is a drunk fucking sorority. That would be hilarious. Columbus Division and Fire Chief Steve Martin said his department received a report around 7.40 p.m. of a roof collapse on... Uh, at the campus and arrived to find the roof above the front porch had collapsed while the rest of the home was intact. Uh, a few people that were trapped, I believe, were probably unpinned. It was like their leg was caught under some of the structure and some of the students lifted that off of the other students, said uh, Steve Martin. Uh, first responders initially found 10 injured people and eventually transported 14 accident victims to uh, other hospitals for various stages of injuries. But they all were in stable condition. It appears the roof was overloaded with students, uh, Martin said, with estimates ranging from four, 15 people up to 45 standing on the roof. It was not designed to have anybody on it, and it gave away. The name of the homeowner or occupants are not available. The home is not the property of the university. The main campus in Columbus has been enrolled, has an enrolled population of 61,000 61, go to Ohio State. 61,000 at 30 to 40 grand a pop. How much is that? Holy crap. Like, seriously, how much is that? 61,000 times, um, the what is the number? 61,000 times roughly 40,000 a semester. Wow, these guys raking. That can't be right. Two point four four. Two point four four. I'm guessing that's a million or billion. I don't know. That's that's a that's a lot. That's a lot. That is a lot. Um. <sighs> so. That is a that is a a. A roof collapse at a, you know in Ohio State, and uh, finally the big story that we're going to spend a little bit of time on, and it's from the Guardian. AOC is not planning to run for her seat, not planning to run for Senate in twenty twenty four. AOC will not run for the seat in the U.S. Senate next year, according to her office, clearing the way for incumbent uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, a Democrat, to run for re-election, unopposed. She's not planning to run for Senate in 2024. She's not planning to primary Kristen. Um, her spokesperson said <clears throat> Gillibrand launched her re-election campaign in January for her, a third term. 
was widely believed to be facing a member a number of potential challenges in the primary, including AOC. The announcement follows indications from other New York progressives, including uh, Mondaire Jones, Representative Jamal Bowman, and Richie Torres, that they are not considering a challenge as well. Democrats in New York were hit hard in the midterm elections last year, and the loss of four seats to Republican candidates is widely blamed for the party losing control of Congress, avoiding an acrimonious left v. progressive battle, <clears throat> and concentrating on recovering the 2022 losses is considered a political priority. Um, that's actually kind of big, because I thought she would... I thought I thought AOC would primary Gillibrand um, in, in, in an attempt to... Um, to just up her own career. But I guess she's really um, fixed on getting the job done in, the, in Congress, taking control back and all that stuff. Whatever, you know, like I said, I've said many times, it's tomato, tomato to me. Tomato, tomato to me anyway. Um, and is what it is, I guess. So, having said all that, that, that I... I saw Dungeons and Dragons today, and I gotta say, I urge everyone to go see it. It is, it is it, if you don't need to know anything about this board game or what have you to to really enjoy it. It's a fun movie. Um, Chris Pine is is absolutely hilarious in it. Uh, Hugh Grant does a fantastic job as the quasi villain. Um, really, so it, it, it's really something to to really if you, if you really want to burn if you if you have time to burn a few hours i'd say you know go see it dungeons and dragons is, is is really good it's a lot better than the than the attempts that they've made in the past on it um sounds like they have a lot of source material to keep going because this is a this game is massive and it's played by millions of people across the globe uh it, it it's got a lot of uh really good action elements to it there's some C, the cg is pretty solid I was I was pretty impressed with it. So, having said all that, guys, go see it, go support it, go give it your all. And that, kids, is the podcast. Thank you all for listening, jumping on, and I will see you on the next one later. <laughs> <laughs>